Welcome to the third instalment of Real Peer Reports, a brand new podcast giving you a roundup of the week's news events. Anyway, enough formalities. Got a very, very exciting episode coming up today with a brand new guest here to give us a roundup of what's happened in the sport this week. And my, there's a very big story there. But first, I'm going to be talking to you about Story, an event that changed the world. It had the world in its grasp. It was really something that changed society as a whole. And that was the George Floyd case. You may remember 10 months ago, George Floyd, a black man, a black unarmed man, was murdered by a white American police officer. Now this was something that caused global outrage. It sparked thousands of protests and it still has a lasting effect on society nowadays. And of late, there was a trial to find out whether Derek Chauvin, the man who murdered him, was guilty of actual murder or whether he didn't mean to. And the results, I'd like to say, and I'm glad to say, is that he ca- it came out that he did murder him. Came out on second degree murder ch- count even. Came out on manslaughter charges, everything. But there were some really tricky points in getting this case, and Oscar's going to tell you about them. Aren't you, Oscar? Yes, that's right. We've got uh, a lot of coverage in this next episode, but um, especially the uh, George Floyd... Um, court case that took place uh, was it two days ago we we're recording on friday now so it yeah. happened what was on wednesday did it happen right so the, yeah so the whole case it took so long to get it all organized and so like actually happening was because it was so high profile and the jury um because it, it was so public you had to make a jury that was all really fair and equal and so that it wasn't really influenced in a way although that was almost impossible it's really sad but it actually turns out that the jury they didn't make a completely unanimous decision and it was quite a short quite a short uh, time quite a short process that it actually took for them to make it yeah because a lot of people in time have actually felt like maybe the police and like the law system is still biased towards the white people but actually this this is sort of a step in the right direction but can you just imagine if, like, he'd been found not guilty? Think of the uproar that would have caused again. Like, wow. Just, that would yeah, been... it would have been a whole new round of protests. That I, I don't even know what would have happened. Yeah. To it would have been so, yeah. so scary. But, to I mean, the of. protests are for the right thing, to be honest. Like, it is yeah, yeah, such completely. a shame that, like, because of an extra amount of melanin content in people's skin, they then don't get equal opportunities at life, at, like, rights and everything, and, like, getting jobs, things like that. So now we're going to move on to a story that has had a very big global impact. This one started off sad and didn't actually take that long for it to become happy. In fact, many people still rejoicing about its decimation. And that is the European Super League. Now, Lucas is going to tell us more about what this is and why it happened, really. Uh, So, like, all... There's been 12 Euro- Europe teams that have been offered a place in this Super League. Well, I think it's more than 12, but some have rejected it. Um, and they've only joined it for a massive amount of money. And it's caused, like, uproar because the fans want to stay in the league, but the owners of these clubs just want the money, really. And it's The game's almost been overtaken by greed. I think it was £350 million just for joining, right? Uh, yeah. I think it's... 
if you stayed in there for like a certain amount of time, you get three billion pounds. But it's like to put it into context, you win the Champions League and your and the Premier League, the two best things, right? In world football that everyone goes raving about. If you won both of them, right? What you get would be around two hundred million. And for that you get three hundred and fifty million, which is almost double what you get if you're like the best team in the world at the point. Just for turning up, really. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But, like, they're only doing it for the money. They don't care about actually yeah. playing in that thing because it wasn't properly competitive. There was no relegation yeah. or anything. And, yeah. But, like, the fans were outraged yeah. about it because they want to see their team play competitive football in good leagues that... Yeah, and, like, it'd be so much harder for fans to go to games because... Well, it's going to be all all over Europe, so it's not like you can get like a weekly ticket to like Barcelona and Madrid. So like yeah, because that's the thing. Football was sort of built on the working man almost. Like they were the people that started most of the clubs off and everything. And now it's being commercialised more and more and taken away from them. If you get what I mean, in a sense. Um, I've got a question for you, for you, Lucas. So, which team do you support? This may cause a bit of a controversy, but <laughs> which team do you support, Lucas? Uh, I support Liverpool, even though Finn will hate that. <laughs> we love Everton, we do. We love Everton, we do. Love Everton, we do. Oh, I've... <laughs> right, Lucas, what were your thoughts when uh, on the two... So, when Liverpool joined and when they left again, what, what were your emotions at, at that point? Yeah, well, I was very, like, depressed about us joining, really. Like, because... I, want I think to see you turned into a Leeds fan, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was considering supporting Leeds. You turned into a Leeds fan for the couple of <laughs> and, days. But even though they've left, I'm still angry, like upset that we, that our owners would have chosen to join that league um, over playing in our league just for the money. Like it's annoying right. that we were going to stay in that. If oh, right, okay, well, yes, yeah, so that's. I think the fact that Chelsea and some other teams backed out sort of forced us out of it almost. It's been such a like weird time for football because we've almost seen it so that like the beautiful game has been taken away from us. Like it was so close to being taken away from us because the prob- main problem with the Super League is yes the money is really bad and everything, but one of the main problems many fans have with it is the fact that it removes like the honesty the integrity out of competition like it removes the fact that Leicester could go and win the league it removed like think about it in the years my dad's been around Chelsea Man City I think it's Spurs and I think Arsenal as well in fact no I don't think it is Arsenal but the rest of all the Premier League teams as well have all been in the second division or the championship right and think if this league was brought in then they would be nowhere so it's like such a terrible idea like you can tell it's been made by americans though because it's sort of a similar principle where the to the mls where you sort of you join and then you can't really get relegated and that that ruins the fun out of football like you wouldn't get your leicester season if you know what i mean yeah you wouldn't get yeah. games where like leeds and- united can go and beat liverpool or sheffield united can draw at man united like and the, I think, I d- correct me if I'm wrong, but there was like a rumour that they were, weren't just going to be played at like the club's home grounds. They were going to be played all around the world, like in different countries, like in China and, and like Azerbaijan and places like that, just because of more money. 
Yeah, because yeah, I think Sky it's and BT really, like, also rejected to show it on TV, didn't they? So, like... What? Yeah. In fact, did they reject it? I'm not sure whether they rejected it or whether they just said, we're not commenting on this, because I think if anyone had said anything at that yeah. point, it would have just been angry. Yeah, because Gary Neville was on yeah. Sky, like, almost every yeah. night, just completely hating on Ranting. it. Like... He called it dis- disgraceful and everything, so, like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. Really? He wasn't wrong. Oh, wow. He wasn't wrong in there. But something a lot yeah. of people have actually pointed out is him and his mates went and bought Salford Town and got them into League One just by spending money, like, over what other clubs in their divisions paid. But then I suppose it really do- it does ruin the game, if you know what I mean, like, the idea of it. Although, I've seen quite a lot of people sort of bring up that maybe the game still isn't what it used to be. If you get what I mean. Like, even without the Super League, the game's still been going like a downward path. Because, like, you've got clubs like Chelsea and your Arsenals and your Spurs and, and, like, your Man Cities and your Liverpools that nowadays have so much money, so good a squad that they can't really get relegated. Yeah, also, VAR has sort of ruined the game, like... It's, ru- it's ruined the fun of, like, get... Yeah. You, your team scores a goal, you celebrate in one minute, and then, like, oh, wait, no, the toe was offside the next minute. So it's, like... Uh, like, what? People I actually having goals hate goals disallowed for barely anything, and it's yeah. it's ruining the game, because I'm celebrating a goal, and then the next minute it's being disallowed. It's just annoying. Hey, right. There is one goal that I'm happy that was disallowed. Oh, Liverpool, that was that Everton. winner from Sadio Mane in the derby. Let's go! Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then, can you just remind me what happened in the other derby? What happened? What happened in the one at Anfield? I actually can't remember the score, oh, oh, but I remember Everton won. beating Yes, us. let's go. Sorry, sorry. I mean, Liverpool normally win every year, so for Everton to win it, I, I, I get to be really overjoyed, really. <laughs> Liverpool have had a shock of a season, though. Yeah, it's been um, one of Liverpool's poor seasons. Yeah. But, to be honest, one of the worst things about that whole ESL thing, though, is even though the owners have pulled out, it sort of showed what they care about. They don't care about football. Like, they don't care about anything. They don't care about the fans. They don't care about the people that built the game. All they care about is cash. Yeah. And I think Gary Neville said this. He said it's kind of ironic that at Old Trafford, right, at Stretford End, I think it is, there's a massive quote saying, football is nothing without the fans from Sir Matt Busby, right? When what Gary Neville said is, what the owners wish it was is, Footballers, nothing without Chinese streaming services, <laughs> and they're not wrong. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for that coverage on that, Lucas. Cheers a bunch. Now we're going to move on to a brand new segment of the show. This is called Between the Headlines, and the idea is what we do: take a deep dive into the headlines, but we find what isn't being told in them. What's like the sneaky story that they're hiding? I found a really interesting one for this week, and this is about the government, because as you'll know. There was Brexit, obviously, where we left the EU. And that's had some implications. So what's happened as a result of it is exports, which are basically like the amount of items we transport, like kind of items, are down by 46% to the EU. Like, So we've lost 46% of our exports to the EU. And that leads it down to 54%. And the EU is the biggest, is like the place we export most of our stuff to. So that is costing UK businesses so much money. Um, but what was all over the news was that in the month after January, 
which was when we left the EU, it bounced back up by 42%. Now, you will be thinking at home, 54% add 42%. It's 96%, right? Right. No, it's not. It's actually 42% of 54%. So it's actually around 76%. So it's still n- near enough, 25% worse off than we were with before Brexit which is still absolutely terrible, especially when you consider how much of a financial impact COVID's had and to throw Brexit in the mix, which is removing a lot of their trade. Really not looking good for UK businesses. But now, Oscar's going to bring you a story about some of the entertainment headlines, aren't you? Yes, I am. There's actually not been that much this week, which is a bit upsetting, but there's been there's been a couple. So, um, Prince Harry... Uh, no, not, sorry, not Prince Harry, what we're we talking about. Um... So, in terms of royal family stuff, uh, Prince Louis. So it was his birthday, I think, yesterday, uh, and it was a lovely, there was a lovely picture of him of him on his bike, which is very nice. It's quite cute. Um, in terms of, ah, oh, who would have guessed? BBC was hit with complaints over Philip, uh, sorry, Prince Philip's funeral. So obviously that's yeah. something to talk about. I mean, yeah, it's quite, it's been quite yeah. empty, relatively empty. A lot of people have died over the last couple of months. It's really yeah. sad. A lot of it has actually, yeah. I've sort of noticed like a lot have gone. I think so. I think I think that's all. I think that's all I got for the uh, for this and well, so, oh yeah, technology. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Okay, so technology. Now, hang on, sorry, my thing is very slow. So basically, Discord was having uh, some. You just load. You just loading up the notes yeah. you got. So um, Discord has been having some, let's say, like some kind of chats with Microsoft about buying it. And it is now it has now been confirmed. Uh, Discord have now ended all acquisition talks with Microsoft. They have decided to remain independent. So, uh, you know, thoughts on this? Well, I don't know. No. I feel like Discord it could have integrated nicely with Windows. So, Oscar, what is acquisition for people that don't know? So, acquisition is just like one party buying something from another party, basically. So, um, basically, yeah. So, it was a ten billion dollar offer, I believe. Uh, but I think they said it could be rekindled in the future, so yeah, thoughts on that. It could come back, which I, it, they can integrate it nicely. Um, it, I've, I don't have a, a yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, it'd be really cool. I don't have an Apple laptop myself, so I don't think it would entirely matter. But the thing is, I, I'd hate it if they if they had plans on making it like exclusive for for Windows. Well, I, I don't think they'll do that, but just in case. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm I mean, not sure. I'm not sure what like would have like I was just gonna say I'm not sure like what Discord would have really added, because it's similar to Microsoft Teams, if you know what I mean. Mm, but yeah. It's slightly different. I see what you mean. I, I feel like Microsoft have actually got a lot of products like it. But I'm kind of glad Discord have, like, gone alone. It's quite cool, really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just I was reading my notes here. Okay, brilliant. So that's that's for the tech news. Anything else? Uh, I think... Can't think of anything else. That's, uh... Yeah. Well, that was a really nice story, actually, hearing about how company maybe hasn't got sucked into it where it's been bought out by a bigger one and kind of where it's sort of retained its independence. Oh, wait, nice wait, wait, wait. I, no, I just realised, I just realised, there's a massive tech thing that's just gone on. Can I just, oh, I'm so sorry, I just completely forgot about a massive tech thing that's gone on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it doesn't matter, let's go. So, um, basically, the other story that I've got in terms of tech is that there was the Apple, uh, like, keynotes event where they talk, they released some crazy stuff uh, and we're going to be focused on one product uh, i want to talk about one product which is quite interesting to talk about so they basically if you don't know keynotes and it's called the uh, ww is it w wcc i think something I like think that. It is, yeah. uh, and it's called this event was called spring loaded so basically the whole point of it is that um apple so they they released this new thing this new little gadget called apple air tags now 
basically, Apple Air. So, pardon me. If you ever have like um, tiles, if you've ever got some tiles, you know, like the uh, the tracker things. Oh yeah. It's, it's like that, but it integrates so much better. It's like so. The idea is you put it. It, it connects with um, uh, uh, your iPhone and it connects with the Find Your iPhone app. It's insane. So basically, Apple announced it. It was, it was I think it was quite long-weighted. I think it was kind of um, big, uh, rumoured and big, uh, kind of talked about so much. And eventually, they finally released it. So uh, new iMacs and new iPads uh, were the start. Of the day. They're like the main focus of the lineup. They've got a whole new colourful iMacs, which is pretty cool. But uh, but then they said, keep losing your keys down the sofa. Well, not anymore. Um, that was like their AirTags message because they said, so basically these tech little pieces, they they cost about 29 quid. Sorry, 29 quid like for one of them and then 100 quid for four of them, which is quite, you know, it's quite expensive. Yeah. I think about 35 is, oh, is about so a cheap. Can you like put them on uh, items? Is about a cheap version of a tile. So like put them on items and basically you can go on your phone and basically track where yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that would be so useful, you know, because I lose, I am like the most person that loses everything, right? They take roughly the same idea, yeah. I lose everything. Mm. That would be so yeah, sick. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I, nah, to be honest, I'm not an Apple person. Like, I don't have anything Apple. But if I did, like, if Samsung decides to come out with something like that, I'd do that. And now me and Oscar are going to bring you the final story of the week. And this is quite a controversial one. This is really been something that a lot of people have found quite disturbing almost and it's a lobbying scandal and if like me a few days ago you don't know what lobbying is that's all right because we're here to explain it lobbying is basically where someone who doesn't work in like a position of power like i don't know boris johnson being government like someone who doesn't work in a position of power like one of his mates what they do is they use the fact that they know someone in a position of power to basically get themselves stuff, if you know what I mean. So what's happened is um, there's been two scandals come out recently. One of them was with the former Prime Minister, David Cameron. And what happened with him was he went and worked for a company called Greensill Capital. And you may have heard them in the news recently. They went bankrupt, which means they can't fund Liberty Steel, who are in a bit of trouble. But that's a story for another day. But with David Cameron, what happened was he was messaging Richie Sunak uh, directly to try and get him to sort of get them some deals that other businesses of the same type wouldn't get. And Richie Sunak really tried his hardest to get David Cameron that, but he didn't manage to do it. But the main problem with this is, A, it's kind of morally wrong, and B, you have to declare something like that. And he, Richie Sunak didn't, which is sort of illegal, uh, which really breaks what a politician is actually meant to do. And this caused a lot of outcry from Labour. So then Boris Johnson launched an investigation into it, but it was with some people that were sort of connected to the Tories. So Labour said, oh, hey, that might not be that fair, to be honest. Like, we want someone neutral to do it. Um, so then they tried to pass that through the House of Parliament, but the House of Parliament said no. Um... But then, of late, something really interesting has come out about the whole story. And this is... It's not involving one of Boris Johnson's sidemen. It's involving him himself. With a man called James Dyson. He's Britain's richest man. And what happened was... Um, a couple of years back, I think it was, he moved over to Singapore because the taxes there are way cheaper. Because he didn't want to have to pay any taxes because taxes help people. Um, but what's happened is... In the middle of the pandemic, they were trying to build ventilators, right? And James Dyson 
wanted to get an offer for it and like said he could do it um which is fine that's just a good thing to do but what happened was uh he was messaging boris johnson directly to get him not to have to pay the tax to get his to get his staff over despite at the time even because of covid like making covid stuff people still had to pay tax to get different members of staff into the uk stuff like that um so what's happened right and like to get different materials into the uk and what's happened is it's caused sort of an outcry that a lot of people have just thought oh my god how come he can just dodge all these taxes and everything when he literally left the uk to not have to pay tax and then one of the most ironic things that's come out of this right is a government minister came out and he was like oh yeah well it's not that bad because it benefited no one whatsoever but many people have just been like what james dyson now got like got a contract worth billions of pounds i didn't have to pay any tax on making the goods and everything and getting things in which everyone else would which just gave me even more profit but anyway that's the final story of the week so yeah and that's all we got time for on today's show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. It's been really good to be joined by Lucas Watling. And I mean, me and him, I've got something in the works, but we're not going to say anything more than that. Exactly. Um, but it's been such a great podcast. Really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Make sure you follow on all the platforms. We'll be having another one come out next Saturday around in the morning time. And make sure you stay tuned for that. Right. See you. Cue the outro music. Mm-hmm.